Welcome to Hokies Stronger Together, a podcast that provides holistic support for Hokie student-athletes. Each month, experts from within the Virginia Tech Department of Athletics will team up to discuss relevant issues impacting college athletes and provide tips for student-athletes to grow mentally, personally, professionally, and spiritually. Episodes will include staff from Counseling and Athletic Mental Performance, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Hokie Fuel, Student-Athlete Academic Support Services, and Student-Athlete Development. We will also bring in special guests to share their personal experiences. Our goal is to help Hokies thrive through college and beyond. We are all Hokies. We are all stronger together. Welcome to Hokie Stronger Together. I'm Raina Gilbert-Lowry and I'll be your host. On today's episode, we'll talk to 2017 Hokie grad and former member of our track and field team, Corey Hackett-Green, as well as Associate Director of Student-Athlete Career Development, Sarah Lage, about some of the challenges and changes student-athletes often experience as they prepare for graduation and life beyond college athletics. We'll also discuss tools student athletes can use to assist in the transition and how they can leverage their transferable skills to reach postgraduate goals. All right, Corey and Sarah, welcome to Hokie Stronger Together. Thanks, Raina. Glad to be here. Absolutely, Raina. Thank you again for the invitation. I'm looking forward to this amazing podcast. Awesome. We're really glad to have you here. I just want to take a minute to share a bit about you, Corey, and your background. You were a sprinter on the track and field team here at Virginia Tech and you graduated in 2017 with a degree in economics. And since then you've really charted your own path and now you're a content connoisseur, partnering partnering with companies such as Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Intercontinental Hotels Groups, and most recently Crest. And in 2019, you co-founded the In My Bag Tour Foundation and have positively impacted more than 500 students and 200 teachers in Danville, Virginia and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And in addition to the In My Bag Tour Foundation, you also co-founded No More Interviews, King's Dominion, and serve on the advisory board of your community playground in order to ensure the positive development of Philadelphia's urban youth population. So again, so happy to have you here with us, Corey, back back at Virginia Tech. Um, And Sarah, you joined the Student Athlete Development Team in 2018. Can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up at Virginia Tech and how you support Hokie student athletes. Yeah, sure thing. And I, you know, it's amazing how it's almost been three years since I first started here at Virginia Tech. And, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Um, but like I kind of share with our student athletes, the path to your dream job isn't necessarily going to be a straight line. Um, and mine surely has not been a straight line. And I always share that um, with our student athletes. So if you were to have asked me when I was getting ready to graduate from from college, you know, what I was going to be doing, you know, 10, 15 years from now, working in um, college athletics and helping student athletes with their career development would not have been the answer. Um, But like I said, you know, it's their life experiences, being open to opportunities and just not being afraid of trying something new that I think has led me to where I am today. I began my career in career development in 2008 
um, and have worked on both the employer relations side and the career counseling side, um, beginning at Midwestern State University in Wichita Falls, Texas, then at Florida Atlantic University in Boca Raton, Florida, and then most recently at East Carolina University in Greenville, North Carolina. Um, but I think when my catalyst, I think in working with student athletes probably started when I was at FAU. So my husband, who is now a retired college football coach, would always tell his players, you know, to stop by the career center and, and you know, to come see me, you know, so that can help them with their job search, their, you know, career development. Um, but one of his players, and I'll never forget this, this was over 10 years ago, said, I don't need to see Miss Ward until after I graduate. Like, I'm still like, what? You know, just still can't believe that um, someone would think that. But, you know, that's just been my catalyst and just my, my almost my mantra of like, all right, this is why I do what I do. Um, so here at Virginia Tech, um, I don't want our student athletes to wait until after they graduate to come see me or even to think about their postgrad plans. Um, but I do understand that that's scary. You know, even, you know, I was not a student athlete, but thinking about what I was gonna do was, was scary. It was an intimidating. Um, and you know, I know for, for a lot of our student athletes, that's something that they really don't have take time or may, maybe make time to think about um, and start planning. So. What I like to do and what I've done here is to kind of break down that career development process into small bite-sized pieces beginning when they first step on campus. And it goes all the way through graduation and even beyond. Um, and this is through our programming called the Career Game Plan. And so just like preparing for a game, the Career, career, the career Game Plan offers an opportunity to put key plays into action and into practice so that when our student athletes do look for internships or when they do graduate, they are prepared and ready to win. That's awesome. Thanks, Sarah. We are really lucky to have you here working with our student athletes and supporting them in their career goals and helping them get ready, you know, for, for life beyond Virginia Tech. Well, today's episode is, um, is our graduation edition. And um, last week, Virginia Tech held commencement ceremonies for the class of 2021 graduates. And this included more than 100 Hokie student athletes. And a few fun facts about the class of 2021. They've never lived in a world without Harry Potter. I just wanted to share that with people. I know there's like gasps heard around the world. Um, Finding Nemo was released the year many of them were born and they've never had um, the wonderful experience of dial-up internet. So I just wanted to Put that out there and have you marinate on that. It makes me feel really old, but I thought I just wanted to share a few fun facts. Less. <laughs> um, but Corey, first question for you is, you know, what was it like for you as, as you were, th if you can put yourself back a few years ago, as you were getting ready to, for graduation and preparing for what you would do after, you know, your time at Virginia Tech came to an end? Well, first and foremost, I just want to extend my congratulations to all the 2021 graduates. Um, you all should be thankful that you did not have to experience dial-up internet because I can speak to it personally, having to pick up the phone while my mom is using the internet, trying to call one of the little girls from my middle school, always got me in trouble. So be grateful that you did not have to experience that. But 
For me personally, I had a very abnormal experience at Virginia Tech. I was actually a transfer student from Coastal Carolina where I had completed my junior year and decided that Coastal Carolina just wasn't for me at that particular time. And I ended up leaving around 80% of a full scholarship on the table to chase my dreams. And I didn't necessarily know that that would take me to Virginia Tech. I spent time that whole entire summer training and ended up at community college where I took both a history class and a biology class, which I barely made it out of, but I got just a high enough grade to be able to move on to Virginia Tech. And I remember arriving in the fall of 20, no, excuse me, the spring of 2016, um, essentially just trying to figure out the campus and learning about what Virginia Tech was, um, understanding just the competitive nature of now transferring into the ACC and all of that, de that demands on you. Um, physically, but also mentally as well, and just being able to kind of navigate through that process. But throughout that whole entire year it was just continual learning, 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 and learning. And the following year, because I did have a year and a half in which time I spent at Virginia Tech, I actually ended up walking in fall of 2016, but I ended up actually graduating in the spring of 2017. So for me, that was a relatively interesting experience because to be celebrated for the completion of something without actually completing it, there leaves room for the spirit of complacency to creep up on you. And this kind of reminds me of 2009. And I remember watching Kobe Bryant in one of his interviews and a reporter asked him if he was happy because the Lakers had won two games and they had started off that final series with only two games left to win. And we all love Kobe Bryant for the Mamba mentality. And I remember his response. And he said, what's there to be happy about? The job's not finished. Is the job finished? I don't think so. So I had to kind of develop a mentality that really relayed to me that even though you were able to celebrate and spend this time with your family, you know, in the, in the fall, that you still have work to do when you get back to Virginia Tech. And I actually didn't necessarily have the season that I intended to have coming back for that spring going through injuries and things of that sort, but it was just a blessing in itself to be able to finish that season healthy. And it made the transferring situation worthwhile. And anytime that you step out on faith, you will always um, reap in a reward that you would not have been able to receive from remaining in your comfort zone. But one of the biggest things that I gained from um, just throughout that whole entire experience and being able to step away from Virginia Tech after graduating in 2017 was the value of perspective. And this is something that I try to share with everyone because it has drastically helped me, but I don't believe in losses. I believe that you either win or you learn. And if you learn, you're winning. You can't necessarily determine the season in which you are going to win, but I guarantee you that you will eventually win one day. So just be able to take advantage of just the value of perspective and knowing that this is a season in your life where you should absolutely celebrate the accomplishments that you have achieved thus far but there's always more work to do because life is a journey. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, definitely an interesting, um, an interesting journey that, that you've been on. And I love that you talked about the perspective. I think even after this last year, we've, we've all come through and um, we're still going through. That's really important. And um, I love that, you know, I got to see the graduates and their families in person last week. I mean, this time last year, that wasn't, something that happened. So um, thanks for sharing some of your experiences. And, um, and I love the, the whole piece about your, your learning. What did you say about um, if you're learning, you're winning? 
Yes, you're always winning. It's just a matter of when you win. You might not necessarily be reaping the reward right now, but as long as you're learning, you always have an opportunity to win. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Corey. Well, Sarah, in your role as Associate Director of Student Athlete Career Development, you, um, you know, work with our student athletes to prepare them for all aspects of their professional lives. You know, you work with them on major and career exploration, helping them with resume and cover letter writing, networking, helping them prepare for graduate school. And I know last month you hosted an event called Beyond VT for our 2021 graduates. Can you tell, uh, tell us a little bit about that event, you know, and really what it was all about? Sure. So Beyond VT was an opportunity for our 2021 grads, so May, August, and December grads, to reflect on what's beyond athletics at Virginia Tech, develop tools to assist in the transition, and then learn how to leverage their transferable skills to post-grad goals. Uh, one thing that I really focus on with our career development programming is bringing back our former Hokie student athletes to interact with and assist our current student athletes, whether it's through our mentorship program or reviewing resumes. And this year for Beyond BT, I really, really, really wanted to that event to um, have guests to be made up of our former student athletes um, as they have been in the same shoes as our 2021 grads are walking in right now. You know, they've been through the uncertainty of deciding what to do next, how to relate their skills as a student athlete as they look for employment and knowing that their time as a student athlete is coming to a close. Um, in planning for, for this year's event, I knew of course, you know, we're COVID, you know, things were gonna be a, a bit different because of COVID. Um, and in fact, the most recent NCAA student athlete COVID well-being survey showed that the pandemic has led to modified graduation timelines and negatively impacted the, the career plan of seniors. Um, so, you know, just knowing that our seniors are already up against a little bit of wall um, was really something that, you know, you know, we all have just trying to be trying to work on with with them. Um, and also, you know, given the COVID restrictions and the Zoom fatigue, I wanted this year's format to be a sense of like a choose your adventure. So I wanted to have some some fun um, during this professional development opportunity for our student athletes. Um, Corey kicked off the evening um, as our keynote and just knocked it out of the park from the get go. Um, you know, he kind of shared how he's used his battles and gifts to find his purpose and to be that agent of change. Um, you know, he spoke about the seasons of life, the off season, the preseason, the regular season and the postseason. Um, and that just really resonated with with our student athletes. And, you know, I've got a couple um, kind of quotes from our student athletes. One said, I have to be intentional about the season of my life and nothing that I have been through will, will go to waste. You either win or you learn. Corey just dropped that gem just a few minutes ago again. Um, and then another one said, I will take away the fact that my identity is my own and no one can take it from me. I will devote, devote time to discovering exactly who I am outside of my sport to be as successful as possible in the workplace. Um, so, you know, our, our student athletes, you know, took a lot of way, um, lot 
from from what Corey had to say. So after Corey, we you know started that choose your path or choose your adventure section, um, and then the choose your path student athletes could choose uh, between four paths. And I know that with our student athletes, they're all not gonna go down the same path. So they had an opportunity to go to choose employment, going pro, grad school, or unsure. And so within these paths, within these breakout rooms, um, student athletes interacted with, with some panel panelists that fit that path. Um, you know, we all, we, in addition to having one to two former student athletes, we also had a financial professional because within each of these paths, the financial part is going to be completely different. Um, so after the choose your path, um, students came back to the main room for Life Beyond BT, which was another powerful session with Dr. Bennett from camp and Matt Dalby, who is a former Hokie baseball player. Um, and together they talked about the mental health aspect of transitioning to life beyond Virginia Tech. Um, so, so that was really great. And, you know, a couple of things that they talked about was that, you know, student athletes learning that routines once they graduate can really help with that transition being smooth and that it is 100% okay not to be sure about if you're taking the right path. Um, you know, you just have to take it one day at a time and just trust the process. Um, so, you know, Matt even said that, you know, even though, and he gave a great example that even though you're no longer a student athlete, it doesn't mean that you have to give up being active and playing sports. You know, I think he was part of um, his, his employer's like co-ed softball team. So I think our, real, our student athletes really like that. And then we finished up the evening with another choose your adventure where student athletes had the opportunity to network with other current and former student athletes. Um, they could go, one path was maybe, there was a female, general, going pro, international, and then multicultural. Um, so, you know, I think overall the, the Beyond VT event really just opened the eyes of our student athletes. And I really hope connected them with a lot of our former Hokie student athletes and gave them gave them a glimpse of hope that, you know, there is life beyond Virginia Tech and there is life beyond athletics. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I think the timing was perfect, right? Perfect, because our student athletes uh, are super busy. They're focusing on excelling in their sport, academics, social life. There's a lot of things they have to balance, and then also preparing for what they're going to do after they graduate, whether they continue on at the professional level, whether they go to graduate school, whether they, you know, have a full-time job. So being able to surround them with, um, you know, former Hokies who've been in their shoes, I think that really um, means a lot. And it's a great way for them to be able to understand, just like you said, like, it's okay to not know, you know, to be hundred percent sure. Um, and then you've got these people to support you. And Corey, you were the keynote for that evening, which was awesome. Can you tell us about why you wanted to be a part of that event and what it meant for you to be able to share your experiences with some of this, our, our current student athletes? You know, you were just in um, their shoes a few years ago. Absolutely. And one thing that I want to thank the both of you for is just your commitment and dedication to the student athletes. Um, one thing that I've learned and that I love about Virginia Tech and both you, Raina and Sarah, is just the value of willingness um, and accessibility. Those are two things that I think a lot of people unfortunately 
neglect in regards to establishing their network, but being able to have people that are willing to invest time in you, willing to answer questions, willing to be there for you, regardless of what the situation looks like. Um, both of you has, have always remained accessible, and I think that speaks volumes to everyone that actually goes through Virginia Tech as a student athlete, is that you have this obligation, this responsibility to be able to pour back to others as it has been poured into you. Um, so when Sarah called me with this opportunity, uh, the conversation kind of went left. That's what I like to say. It kind of went left because at first it was like we're hosting this Beyond VT event. I think it would be amazing for you to, you know, be a part of it and all of that. And then 10 minutes later, I was getting extended the opportunity to be the keynote speaker and almost fell out of my chair. I'm not going to tell you a lie, but um, it was kind of one of those scenarios in which I almost had kind of like this panic attack where I'm like, you know, are you actually you know, a worthy client or worthy to be considered of this kind of opportunity of this magnitude based upon what your student athlete experience was at Virginia Tech. Because normally when we think about student athletes, it's always numbers, records, championships, and all of that. But just going back to my statement earlier about just not necessarily knowing when um, that season in which you had to learn eventually turns into the win. This was one of those experiences for me personally. So I had this opportunity to be able to overcome my personal fear and self-doubt by accepting this opportunity, but then also being able to prepare for it because in the midst of preparing, I was also seeing how far I've been able to grow since 2017. And without this opportunity, I may not have been able to acknowledge that. So um, just being able to understand that there is always something of value that you can bring to the table. And that was something that, you know, my experience at Virginia Tech taught me. And I hope that I was able to do that through the experience with Beyond VT. And like I just said, it's just our responsibility to always be able to reach back and to be accessible for the student athletes because those relationships need to be formed. You know, there are some conversations that they might not necessarily feel comfortable with having with other people that if you still have access to a teammate or someone that was on, you know, the team years prior to you, then they might be able to be able to give you that advice that is sound for you and able to make you uh, consider wise decisions in whatever part of life you're going through. So I think anytime that Virginia Tech personally um, reaches out to me and there's an opportunity to be able to be a part of these student athletes lives or students in general that my answer is always yes. Yeah, thanks, Corey. I mean, our school motto is ut prosum that I may serve and you talked about giving back and and that's something that we we strive to ingrain in our student our current student athletes and I love to see when our alums continue that and it's really it really means a lot when our student athletes just like you said you know can see someone that maybe was a few years older than them or maybe was a senior when they were a freshman and they can relate to I mean they don't want to hear you know 20 years ago when I was a student athlete me telling a story because I'm old now right so you're not old yet and, and you're still cool. And then you can, you can talk about your experiences, good, bad, and in between. And um, I think that really goes a long way. Um, that's awesome. Um, and Corey, for some of our student athletes, you know, they're, they're definitely uncertain about the future. If you think back to what Sarah mentioned with the NCAA uh, study and, and just how there's some challenges, especially with the with our um, career development plans for our student athletes, um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainties that um, our, our, our graduates are, um, are, are dealing with right now. And, you know, for our student athletes, they've gone from this really structured environment, you know, from having their day scheduled out for practice and, and competition and meals and lifting and all those things 
and really having that built-in community. And then they're soon going to have to, you know, adults have, have to make those adult decisions and, and build that new set of friends and community. Um, what would you share, you know, are, are some of the, the ways that you navigated some of those challenges after you left Blacksburg? I think the biggest thing that I did was looked in the mirror and asked myself, who are you and who do you want to become? Because graduating as a student athlete, a huge part of most of your all story is going to be stripped away from you. You'll always have memories, you'll always have history, you'll always have YouTube clips and highlights and all of these things to be able to look back on all the magnificent things that you've been able to achieve. But for some of us, a part of your identity is being stripped away from you. So you have to be able to reassess who it is that you actually are and who you intend on becoming. And one of the quotes that I'm actually reading through a book right now called What Makes the Great Great by Dennis Kimbrough, it said that we first form our habits, then our habits form us. And that has to follow after you identify exactly who you are and who you intend to be. And you start to build this lifestyle around that. So if there are friendships that you can no longer maintain that are progressive or allow you to be able to flourish as the individual who you know you're capable of becoming, you might have to reconsider that. Um, spending less time reading tweets and starting to read books or spending less time listening to music and listening to podcasts, like these small little changes will actually prove to be monumental in you being able to develop into the person that you know that you're already capable of becoming because we don't have dreams and we don't have visions and ideas for nothing. All of these are simply just waiting on you to be able to grasp it, attack it, just like you do every single day as a student athlete, committing to it, waking up early for it, dedicating your life to it, and being able to share that with the world at the end of the day. So one of the biggest things just after all of that is being said is just invest, invest in who you have the potential to become. And I say potential because potential is just potential at the end of the day. We all know that we can be something, but it requires something of you and it's going to cost you to become that particular individual. You know, So just being able to really identify who you intend to become and assessing everything, literally everything, doing a check from top to bottom, you know, and just making sure that you're diligent in that particular process so that you are able to flourish and become the exact person that you are able to become and that you can serve the world with your gifts. Yeah, that self-assessment piece is, is really important. And sometimes it's challenging to be able to, to uh, figure out kind of how you are viewing yourself and maybe how others are viewing you. And you think about, I mean, as a student athlete for more, more than half your life, you know, for college student athlete, you've been identified as Corey, the track athlete, right? And that's just one part of who you are. So having to then maybe switch your focus kind of um, shine, shine your light a little bit more in other areas of your life and figure out what, who else do you identify as and what are your other strengths that you can bring to the table? So um, love that. Sarah, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges you see you know, are soon to be graduates facing? And we often hear the term transferable skills. You know, what, are, what are some of those skills and, and what are the ways our college student athletes can use them to reach their professional goals beyond graduation? Those are uh, some great questions, Raina. Um, I think uh, one of the biggest challenges that I see with our soon-to-be graduates um, is that they don't think they have any experience. Um, and, you know, 
they also don't know kind of simply where to start. And so when I'm talking to them about their experience, I'm like, well, you know, experience can be paid, unpaid, volunteer work, even class projects. So a lot of times when I bring up class projects, they're like, oh, I have done class projects. So, you know, sometimes, you know, it's kind of like cart before the horse, you know, you have to have a degree to get a job, but you have to have experience and, you know, all of those things. Um, so a lot of times when I'm working with a student athlete, you know, I, I'm asking that question, what class projects have you worked on? And I also share with them that being a student athlete, that's experience. Um, so I always make sure that our student athletes have that as part of their resume and, you know, a talking point for, for their interviews and when they're, when they're networking and, and meeting with folks. And, you know, so with our student, with our student athletes being student athletes, they just, they have those skills that employers absolutely love. And these are skills that you don't necessarily learn in the classroom. They're developed. Um, communication, critical thinking, leadership, teamwork. I mean, the list can go on and on. And these skills are actually kind of based off of NACE, which is a National Association of Colleges and Employers, and who has kind of like these career competencies. And so these aren't just skills that are just kind of thrown up in the air. These are actual legit skills that our employees are looking for on resumes, in cover letters, in, you know, in those conversations. Um, so, you know, I always, you know, encourage our student athletes to, to bring those skills up. And, you know, as a student athlete, they're developing and fine tuning these, um, as, you know, as, as they're progressing here, um, at Virginia Tech and, you know, when, if they're not comfortable with, you know, the, the experience or, or the other skills that an employer is looking for, you know, I share with them that an employer can teach you how to use a software, but they can't teach you teamwork or critical thinking. Um, and these skills our student athletes are using on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's in the classroom or, or on their, on the playing field, you know, the communication, our student athletes need to be able to communicate effectively with their coaches, with their teammates, professors, with their academic advisors, um, teamwork. I mean, just being part of a, a team. Um, they're using their individual strengths. They're building positive relationships with coaches and teammates, and they're all working towards a common goal. So when I start kind of sharing these skills and kind of what they mean and providing them some examples, I just, I get a lot of head nods like, okay, you're right. This is, I, I do have some experience, I, you know, I, and that you can kind of see their confidence in themselves building. Um, but I just would, I like to say that I think my favorite part in working with our student athletes and having these conversations and working with them, whether it's from their senior, from their freshman year through their senior year, or, or just, you know, kind of on a moment's notice is just seeing them have the aha moment and realizing that they are worthy and capable of being successful. Um, and oftentimes, you know, just like, you know, the three of us, you just need someone to listen to you and to hear their goals and dreams. Um, it's, it's just amazing. And I'm always just floored that when I have a student athlete and I ask them, you know, what their dream job would be if there were no limitations and they share with and share it. I'm like, you can do that. And just their, their eyes just beam and glow. And it's just so rewarding. <laughs>
That's awesome, Sarah. I feel like it's just talking to our student athletes and getting them to acknowledge that all of the hard work they've put into their sport and the, the time commitment is, um, is allowing them to, um, really focus on developing these skills that employers are looking for. And so just being able to help them pinpoint those things is really a good place to start. Uh, yeah, I, def I definitely think it's something that they're probably not thinking about. You know, I'm, you know, I'm going to practice today and working on my time management, right? But it's something that when you talk to them about it, they understand like, oh, that definitely is a skill that I can use beyond my time as a student athlete at Virginia Tech. So I love that. Corey, I love when you were talking about, you know, the, the focus of identity and really the, the importance of building habits and um, how those play into kind of getting ready for that next step beyond graduation. Kind of looking back on your younger self, what advice would you give to encourage um, our graduates you know, in order not to experience maybe some of the pitfalls you went through while you were um, a student athlete? Um, so one of the biggest things I think just building off of what Sarah said early, and she didn't necessarily use this exact phrasing, but never give up on your dreams. I think for some odd reason, as we continue to grow older, that we forget about the little child that's within inside of us that literally believed that anything was possible. Um, so that would probably be one of the biggest things that I would suggest and continue to develop and cultivate it, talk about it, write it down, continue to visualize these things, make them a part of your real life, because the more and more that you continue to have persistent thoughts about it, it is going to propel it into action. There is no way that you can think about something each and every single day and write about it and commit to just surrounding your environment with exactly what you need in order to be able to develop that mindset that is not going to make you move. Um, on top of that, value wisdom and become a lifelong learner. One of the biggest things that I found out that was an asset at Virginia Tech was being able to have access to Raina, being able to have access to ACERA, being able to have access to the coaches, people that are trying to help you not make mistakes. And that ties into my next point. There is a difference between listening and hearing. Once again, there is a difference between listening and hearing because we hear things a lot we don't actually necessarily process them with intention and being able to discern the proper information that is giving to us so that we can make the next best decision so use these resources don't just go to the these offices and ask people questions and then turn around and say oh well i'm gonna just do what i want to do anyway there's a reason as to why these people are in these positions that they are currently because they have wisdom they've been through some of the things they've heard a lot of conversations the questions that you are asking Nine times out of 10, they've probably already heard it. So be able to utilize them as your resources. And lastly, take action daily because fear has the potential to either keep you from starting or to restrain you from continuing. That goes back to just my first point and just understanding that when we have these dreams and we have these visions and we have these ideas that are already within inside of us, you have to take action every single day because once you stop, you begin to believe that it is impossible. And nothing is impossible as long as you continue to put your mind to it and continue to invest yourself with um, the things that you need in order to be able to learn and surround yourself with the right people and continue to engage in conversations that are progressive and then take action with all of that information. So I guarantee you that if you do those things that you will find success. Corey, still dropping those gems. Thank you so much. I love it. All right, as we wrap up, I would love for you each to share one piece, just one, okay? One piece of advice for our 2021 grads. Corey, I'll have you go first. All righty, and I'm gonna have to copyright it, trademark it and all of that. But 
no one can do you better than you can do you. Fulfillment is found in taking what's already inside of you, developing it and sharing it with the world. I love that you shared that at Beyond VT and thanks for sharing it again. No one can do you better than you can do you. That is so true. What about you, Sarah? What piece of advice do you have? How do I follow that? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I know you can do it. I've shared this with many of our student athletes and I say it a lot, but keep your heart, your ears and your eyes open for opportunities. Oh, I like these. I feel like these could be t-shirts, bumper stickers, all of the above. Love it. So no one can do you better than you can do you. Keep your heart, ears, and eyes open for opportunities. Those are really great um, words of advice for us to end on. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here today. Um, Corey and Sarah, I hope everybody not only heard you all, but listened to you all. Lots of great things to share for our graduates and our student athletes as they're preparing um, for life beyond Virginia Tech, and um, really appreciate you being on today's podcast. Thanks, Trina. Go Hokies. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Go Hokies. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you learned a few things, and even more, we hope you feel like it's easier to put one foot in front of the other as you continue on your collegiate journey. Tune in next time as we continue to discuss ways to help Hokie student-athletes thrive through college and beyond. You can find Hokies Stronger Together on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. You can learn more about our experts by going to Hokiesports.com and clicking on the Athletics tab. Remember, we are all Hokies. We are all stronger together. <laughs>